welcome to a new episode of Cape Chronicles. Uh, this is episode 102, and today we're going to be looking at Avengers Infinity War, the most uplifting, so inspirational movie of its time. You have a very uh, weird definition of uplifting, It's Andrea. just the best feel-good movie to start off the new year that's coming up in like a couple days. Uh, today's recording date is December 27, 2023, um, and we have decided to start um, doing a couple more episodes now that we are on Christmas break, just to pile some up. Um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Andrea. I'm one of the hosts. And with me, I have my trusty Avengers, Carrie and Fred. Carrie, how are you doing? Well, I don't know. I don't know about uplifting. I, I, I'm trying to decide what kind of how I don't think a, I don't think a standard wine bottle is enough to pour out for all the people we've lost. We lost in this movie. I, I think maybe like a Nebuchadnezzar or a Solomon. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's maybe um, a maybe a Goliath. That that's like that's like thir- that's like thirty six standard wine bottles. So that 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 should be enough, right? Of course, yeah. Of course, of course. I mean, after watching all these Hallmark movies for the Christmas break, this is the nicest thing to like ground you back after. <laughs> By the way, we need some humbling. <laughs> yeah, we do need some humbling. By the way, you do realize that this is this is probably not going to be released until like mid-January or February, right? So, But this is a uh, great reminder for people to go watch it so they can feel the way that we did. Yes. Yes. Feel the way that we did in, in like a month or so when, when this episode drops. Yeah. So I guess for the record, <laughs> we are recording two days after Christmas. This is what? Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday the 27th. It's Wednesday. Time we are not anymore. We don't, even getting... have a, we don't even have a time stone. No. We're trying to get a couple episodes in the bag before, um, you know, baby Jedi arrives in, in a couple yeah. weeks. Freddie yeah. Jr. arrives. Yeah. yeah. The terror on the... The terror. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Carrie, are there any network or show announcements? Uh, no network or show announcements. Just some reminders that we are part of the Random Chatter Network. So please go check us out over at randomchatter.com for all of our other shows. Membership through Patreon, access to the Random Chatter Discord server, and show merchandise through T Public. Yeah, that's it. I I I got nothing. I got nothing else. Um, I I I I have I have a I have a I have, a ter- I have a, actually a terrible DC fan. I still have not seen um uh. Aquaman 2. Oh, we haven't either. So I guess well, that makes three of us. I mean, yeah. I still haven't seen Shazam for what it's worth. Shazam was at least fun. Isn't Shazam I, a Christmas movie? Well, the first one is, definitely. The second the second one is, just, I mean, the heroes up against Helen Mirren and uh, Lucy Liu. So I mean, we were, I was talking fun. about the first one. We still haven't seen that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is, that is definitely a Christmas movie. Um, and and should be added to everyone's Christmas list. No, but no. What I am, and I I I do need to rec- I do need to record DC talk at some point. Um, and maybe find people to have a discussion with us about. Maybe um, Tim, John, Shiva, if you're listening to this, you are welcome to come come discuss with me because Aquaman two is tanking. Oh, is it? Apparently. It's made half so far what the Marvels made opening weekend. Oh. 
And yet there are there is are no posts about how terrible the, the, the movie is doing oh, wow. and how much the movie sucks or doesn't suck. I, again, I have not seen the movie yet, so I cannot I cannot offer an opinion yet. But come on, guys. The only re- the only reason we're not talking about how badly Aquaman is doing compared to the Marvels is because of sexism and stuff. So, <laughs> and and I may I may be the resident DC fan here, but I I under I can call out the um, hypocrisy when I see it, and it's. It's such it. There's it's the, sad. the hypocrisy is is really really sad. Yeah. It's not it's not surprising. It's just sad. But you know what doesn't have to be sad? What? This movie. <laughs> Except it is. It's just well, kidding. think about it this way. If, if you take it from you know the Avengers' point of view or Earth's point of view, it is a sad movie. But if you take it from Thanos' point of view and his heroic journey, he's able to overcome everything. Despite all odds. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. His number one fan, Star Lord, let him get away with murder. Yeah, why? Why did they just? Why did they just chop his arm off? Like, dude, go full, go full Star Wars. Because chop, chop his aunt, Doctor his Strange off? had seen the future. He knew that would not work. What was it? Around like fourteen million combinations. Yeah. And only one was successful. So maybe chopping off his arm was not good. Hmm. But yeah, so let's let's start going or, or through maybe this. That, or maybe that put Peter Quill in charge of of actually, you know, striking the death blow when um when he's worried about his girlfriend. Yeah, that was a little bit silly. Yeah. But anyway, we 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 digress. We're get we're already we're already getting into the discussion. Um, All right, Brad. Brad. Should we All get right. to the summary? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get to the summary first. We're doing right. everything backwards today. That's fine with me. The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. Well, half the universe, but still. All right. So um, when it comes to box office, the distributor was Marvel Studios. The runtime was two hours and 29 minutes, uh, rated PG-13. The release date was April 27th, 2018. So what was that like? How many years ago? 2018? Five five years ago. Oh, dear. Almost like five and a half. Yeah. Uh, You want want to feel old? I I saw... I skimmed past a list of movies that are turning 20 years old this year, and I went, <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? I, 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 didn't tr- I didn't do that intentionally, but <laughs> anyway, we digress. Continue. Um, budget was $321 million. Opening weekend was $257.7 million. Worldwide gross was $2.052 billion. Uh, so they really made up for, for the budget. Uh, Rotten Tomato score critics said 85%, audience 92%. Um, and what about cast and crew? All right. Well, buckle up, guys. This is where the budget went. 
This is where the budget went. All right. Well, returning actors. On your mark. On your mark. Get set. <laughs> get set. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man. Chris Evans as Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. Hulk. Um, although Hulk goes away pretty quickly. I mean, I mean, if if I mean something's got to scare Hulk, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, I I'm getting sidetracked already. Uh, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, John Don Cheadle as Rhodey, aka War Machine, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Tom Holland as Peter Parker, aka Spider Man, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, aka Black Panther. By the way, um, just a reminder, we already covered Black Panther back in what? 2020, 2021, when uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Um, So that's why we skipped over Black Panther. Anyway, continuing on. uh, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Zoe Saldana as Gamora, Tom Hilson as Loki, rest in peace. Uh, Paul Bettany as Vision, Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, Idris Elba as Heimdall, Denai Guerrera as Okoye, um, Benedict Wong as Wong, uh, Palm Clementif as Mantis, Dave Batista as Drax, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, aka Star Willard, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts, Josh Rowland as Thanos, William Hurt as Thaddeus Ross, Latia Wright as Shuri. Vin Diesel as the voice of Groot, Bradley Cooper as the voice of Rocket, Bradley Cooper. I said Bradley Cooper already as the voice <laughs> of Rocket. Uh, I've I've already I've already reading stuff over again. Uh, Benicio del Toro as the Collector, Wilson Duke, Winston Duke as Mbaku, Florence Kasumba as Io, Jacob Batalon as Ned, and uncredited Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Colby Smulders as Maria Hill. Fred, save us. All right, going into the new cast, we have Peter Dinklage as Eitri, um, who's also Tyrion Lannister on Game of Thrones and Boulevard Trask in X-Men Days of Future Past. Terry Notary was Call Obsidian. Um, he played uh, Payon in Warcraft and Rocket in the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Carrie Coon was Proxima Midnight, uh, also played Meg Greenfield in The Post, and Callie in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Tom Vonahan Lauer uh, was Ebony Ma. Uh, was also Robert Fowle in Becoming Jane. Michael James Shaw played Corvus um, Glaive. Uh, he played Mercer on The Walking Dead and Papa Midnight on Constantine. Ariana Greenblatt played young Gamora. Um, she was also young Ahsoka on Ahsoka. Uh, and Sasha in Barbie. Uh, Ross Marquand was Red Skull. Uh, he played Aaron on The Walking Dead and the voice of Ultron on What If?, He's actually also, uh, uh, when I was checking out IMDb, he's actually also the voice of Ultron everywhere but Age of Ultron. So oh. I, oh, I guess James I guess James, Bates, James Bader just, you know, did Ultron the one time and then just kind of gave up and then said bye. Anyway, continue. Uh, and the composer for this one was Alan Silvestri. Um, he also did Back to the Future, Ready Player One, and Van Helsing. Among other things. Sure. All right. 
Um, so in terms of behind the scenes and trivia, I mean, there, there's not as much as I would think that there would be for, uh, Oh, I tried to cut it down because, oh, okay. I mean, (laughs) we'd be, we'd be here for five hours if we were going through all the trivia and goofs and stuff for this movie. Okay. Um, all right. So Tom Holland was not allowed to read the script for this movie since he revealed too many secrets for Spider-Man Homecoming uh, from 2017. In one of the promotional videos for the movie, several of its cast members are in an interrogation room refusing to reveal any spoilers. <laughs> and Holland's mouth is conspicuously taped shut. That's hilarious. I That's mean, cute. loose lips sink ships, right? Yes. And yeah. Thanos demands your silence. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Mark Ruffalo revealed that he was given a fake script due to his habit of accidentally spoiling past Marvel movies. He jokingly claimed in an interview that the fake script was better than the real one. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I guess the lesson. I guess movie. the lesson is. I guess the lesson is to never put Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo on a presser together. Yeah, that would be terrifying. That would, that would be that would be Marvel terrifying would be for sweating. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drax's line, I'll do you one better, why is Gamora, was ad-libbed by Dave Bautista. In an interview, Dave says that Chris Pratt actually gave him the idea for the line. I thought it was a funny line. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange has been studying for a few years since his solo movie and is now considered one of the more powerful characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The writers also wanted to have him come off as sort of the adult in the room throughout the movie. And he does come off as that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, between... I mean, he's he's the one that that's not pulling up with putting up with Tony's crap. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, this kind of goes to like my personal motto or the motto of most men. Um, we only get older. We we don't get smarter. We don't learn our lessons unless you are um, <laughs> Dr. Strange. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he was always smart. See, well, yeah. and and. Sorry, going off on a slight tangent. I, I, this is something I, w- I was discussing with a friend of mine a few weeks ago is that that some a lot of people are never get past who they were in high school. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it, it's very yeah. terrifying. I'm too old <laughs> anyway. for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom Holland said that although he is the biggest fan of Chris Pratt and loved working with him, their scenes together were often challenging. Pratt's tendency to joke in and out of character made it hard for Holland to keep a straight face at times. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth ad-libbed the dialogue between Captain America and Thor in which they compared their facial hair, reasoning that they have known each other long enough to have that kind of friendly banter. I like that. That's cute. Uh, the filmmakers did not know about the war chants the actors and actresses from the Black Panther from 2018 created, as the movie was not nearly finished at the time of shooting. Mubaku, who is Winston Duke, had started the chant, which led to the, respo- the responding war cry that K- King T'Challa leads in the movie, which is really awesome. Um, Sir Kenneth Branagh, who directed Thor from 2011, can be heard at the beginning of the movie issuing issuing the distress transmission that the Asgardian ship was being attacked. That's pretty cool. 
I actually recognized him this time. I didn't recognize him the first time I I saw this movie. Yeah, that's that's kind of like a nice like here and it's coming full circle. Yeah. Um for for the first time in Marvel Cinematic Universe history, Bruce Banner communicates directly with the Incredible Hulk. Uh, Josh Brolin acted in this movie with a foam headpiece that was the size of Thanos' head, with a camera on his face for visual effects. He also had to wear various foam parts depending on what the scene called for, so the other actors and actresses didn't get too close to his real body. And so Thanos' scale was retained. I know some pictures from behind the scenes make him look really funny. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, this became the fourth movie to gross over $2 billion worldwide after Avatar, Titanic, and Star Wars Episode... Uh, uh, that's seven. six, right? Seven. seven. <laughs> Roman <laughs> numerals for the win. Uh, the Force Awakens. All right. According to Chadwick Boseman, production on this movie began just two weeks after production on Black Panther from 2018 ended. This meant that all of the actors, actresses, and extras from that movie appeared in this movie and had no problem retaining their candices. Uh, Thor confirms that Groot is a language that can be learned and spoken as he took it as an elective in school as uh, on Asgard. This explains why only Rocket was originally able to understand Groot, and the other Guardians had to learn over time. This also confirms that Groot understands English and likely other languages, but is only able to speak Groot. Uh, the Incredible Hulk crashing into Doctor Strange's sanctum, sanctorium is a nod to the comic book The Infinity Gauntlet Number 1, where the Silver Surfer is the one who crashes through Strange's window and warns them of the threat of Thanos. Uh, Josh Brolin based his characterization of Marlon Brando's role as Colonel Walter Kurtz in Apocalypse Now from 1979. And finally, the Russo brothers originally confirmed that Captain Marvel would be in the movie. However, co-director Joe Russo later declared that the character would not, and she would instead make her debut in her own movie. The character will have a major role, would have a major role later on in Avengers Endgame from 2019. Now, I just feel like this movie needs the ride of the Valkyries in the background as Thanos is coming in. But Val, but Valkyrie wasn't in this movie. Yeah, but that's from the movie uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh yes, that's right, that's right. With all the Apaches, not Apaches, with all the um, helicopters coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Mhm. Yeah. All right. All right. So, God, this movie is depressing. Oh wow. I, there's a lot of death happening. In there's this a one. lot of death. And a lot of and like I I I I've actually survived surprised more as Guardians didn't uh, survive that ship that ship being blown up and that it was just Thor that that got um that got picked up by the Guardians because my wow. question is and I think that maybe like it was said before is going to be said in a different movie. Where is um, 
what's the rock dude and Valkyrie? Core and Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were on a different ship. That's what we were thinking because he said like, so Thor when he's talking about what happened to his ship, he says like he killed like Thanos killed half of my people. We were like, okay, where the then there should have been another. Where's ship. the other half? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean because because, and by the way, let's let's as long as we're pouring pouring one out for for lots of other people, let's pour one out for that that uh for the Grandmaster's shiny new ship that just got obliterated by by <laughs> Thanos. Uh, maybe maybe they sent people on ahead. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that was something that I questioned because that was a uh, many Asgardians that died in that ship explosion. Yeah, there should there there's with this as a, much as of that ship is was obliterated. There shouldn't be any survivors. Yeah, although as apparently Asgardians can can survive in space, so maybe. What um, what were your favorite moments or favorite character groups in this movie? I mean, I I loved Loki finally redeeming himself. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Loki. Um, I I think um that kind of that kind of pissed me off the first time. Well, I've only seen this movie twice. I I cannot watch this movie all the way through again. I've seen bits and pieces later, but most to be mostly, honest, I think this is the same thing for me. It's just so yeah, heavy, like it's so heavy. Yeah, and and you know what? It's such a it's such an about face from from Ragnarok too. Mm-hmm. With like, there's so much humor. The, the and. We were discussing this last time about how um, how the humor just got to be too much in Ragnarok, and yeah. when you put it together with this, it's kind of like <laughs> thank goodness that there was some humor. Thank yeah, thank goodness there was some humor, but at the same time, like like the the emotional one eighty oh, that that it that no this kidding. does is just like <sighs> okay, you know, so yes. If we go back go to Ragnarok, yeah. you know, Thor loses his hammer, and there's that comment that if he is just his hammer, he's not really Thor. He, it was just a conduit to focus his energy, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but then as soon as we get to Infinity War, he needs to have an axe or the next weapon. Is that just to focus his energy again or because he just can't cut it without a weapon? Um, I think it's. I think it's to give him some. I think it's to give him something that is capable of killing Thanos. I think. I from what it's here. From what Thor and uh were talking about, it sounds like it sounded like like they needed a weapon that was capable of killing Thanos, and just killing Thanos with Thor's bare hands wasn't going to cut it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Realize no, I, that, I, but I totally in the last yeah. movie, they, they talk about he doesn't need a weapon, and now they're kind of undermining that statement. But Starbreaker's so freaking cool. I, I, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's powered by uh, Groot. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. powered by Groot and, and Thor's lightning and, and Atiri's, you know, 
excellent craftsmanship. So, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite scenes is when Thor comes to Wakanda to, you know, oh, to man. aid in, uh, in the fight. I love that. I just wish it wasn't so dire. I mean, I think the... Uh, the, the battle shouldn't have been so one-sided. I think they would have been stronger against uh, Thanos's army. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I think that because they're aliens, it's just a different form of fighting, right? That yeah. they're not used to. Yeah, it's a complete swarm mentality. It's not a one v one fair fight kind of yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there are really only three characters that had any you know agency on Thanos' side, and that was that was that were the uh, you know Evan children, the children of Thanos. The, I mean, we needed Wanda on the front line. I mean, I think she would have been able to do more, but then obviously they would have been able to get to Vision much much sooner. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they they were they I mean the plan worked right they they lured Wanda away from Vision so that um, you know they could take Vision they could take out Vision and it almost that almost worked too but but Shuri was there and and managed and th- uh, Vision managed to get away yeah I mean if Thor was you know five minutes earlier Wanda wouldn't have moved. True, true, Oops. but that's how we build. That's how we build dramatic tension, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think Speaking that of- the battle in Wakanda was one of my favorite scenes. Oh yeah, it was oh. wonderfully done. Seeing that war cry and uh-huh. you know, basically any scene with Chadwick was kind of emotional just to begin with. Oh yeah, and definitely. then just having them all like running down that field together, like it was just. Yeah, I was I was on the edge of my seat. And then and then Thor showing up with Groot and Rocket was just uh, that was <laughs> with a rabbit. Are you kidding me? With a rabbit. <laughs> with a rabbit. Murder panda. Murder uh, trash panda. Trash yes. panda. Sorry. Yes. Poor Rocket. <laughs> um, were there? Okay, so we've talked about like the grand scheme of things, but what was everybody's favorite moments? I said it was the Battle of Wakanda. I think that the nice thing about this movie is that at many points it felt like a video game. Um, mm. When the first interaction um, in New York, um, it felt much like a video game. I really enjoyed that aspect. And I mean, if we're watching superhero, I want to see destruction. I want to see the battles. And that's we got so much of that in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was super enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I mean, but from... but at the same time, you know, it's a good. It was a good thing they took the main fight away from you know populated areas. Yes. Anyway, continue. You were saying you were saying. For yeah, me. I was going to say. I think I really enjoyed Thor's journey the most, um, mm-hmm. just from the beginning with Loki, um, you know, fighting and losing, and then it goes to like even the quote that I chose where he's talking with Rocket. This is Thanos we're talking about. He's the toughest there is. Well, he's never fought me. Yeah, he has. Well, he's never fought me twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess he loses twice. Yeah. <laughs> and brings well, us another different kind of Thor in the next one. <laughs> oh. Depressed Thor. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll 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 discuss that in a in a, in a couple months when we get when we finally get to endgame yeah because uh, i i also have thoughts i i i've i've grown used to the 
you know, idea of, you know, fat Thor, but, <laughs> but we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that for God, three episodes Hulk, from Hulk now. Thor? Hulk Thor. Mm. What was your favorite um, moment? Uh, I, bring me Thanos. Like just Thor arriving at Wakanda to just be like, yeah, ready to kick everyone's ass. That, that yeah. was, that was great. Um, I mean, Thor basically had him. It was yeah. just, uh, if he was he you know, a couple head. inches higher, he would have been gone. If it was a couple inches to the right, his arm would have been off. And that would have also worked. Yeah, but I think we were... that that's like Thor's downfall, that like he doesn't think things through. He just acts on like impulse. And maybe but... he should have thought about the killing blow a little bit more. Well, oh. uh, to be fair, that that that's pretty much you know, been Thor's MO throughout the entire MCU and it's also Thor's MO in myth. I mean I mean look Punch first, tricks, ask questions punch first, later. Ask, ask questions later. I mean yeah. I mean he's not he's not a complete idiot, but he is he is pretty easy to um get one over on. Yeah. You know just to tie that up, so Andrea, the, the proper quote is "punch first, ask questions while punching." While punching, well, that's that's him too. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so we we're foreshadowing a little bit, and this is exactly what Thor does in um, Endgame. He mm -hmm. just goes straight for the the jugular, and that's it. Opening. He goes scene, straight for goes. the head. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your least favorite moment? <sighs> the snap. Yeah. And everything after that. I mean. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. That's oh man! Oh. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine what Tony's feeling in that moment? Yeah, yeah I mean, we we know what he's feeling because we're we're gonna deal with that in Endgame a lot. He doesn't go back to Earth because he doesn't want to explain it to Hot Mom. Hot Mom. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wow. really want to explain it to Hot Mom. <laughs> Leave that to uh, Lucky. <laughs> you mean Happy? Oh, sorry. Lucky, happy, you know what? They're all happy the same, lucky. right? <laughs> happy got lucky? What? Yeah, oh, maybe. We haven't even met we haven't even met um Lucky yet and or Lucky the Pizza Dog. And that that's we're not gonna be covering that because we don't cover the T V shows, so hmm. Hmm. Um least favorite moment. I mean, Watching Gamora go over was pretty hard. That was hard. That was hard, yeah. There was a sad. lot of really tough moments in this movie. Just This is what makes it so, I think, powerful is just how yeah. impactful it is and how connected you've been to these characters and just watching mm -hmm. them all either get snapped away, tossed off the ledge, or, or you know, just have his uh, stone ripped out of his forehead. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty difficult, too. Or even seeing uh, Nebula getting tortured and... Man, there was a lot of a lot of moments here. Yeah, um, I, I maybe I maybe I just blocked it out the first time I watched it, but but the way Thanos, you know, distracted Gamora while he was killing half her people was just like, and then and You're I think fine. I I think I I think I blocked out the actual watching his people his crew slaughter you know half Gamora's planet but yeah that was just like oh, wow yeah, yeah he literally used that road as the the halfway point and killed yeah, exactly exactly and then and then just you know, 
I mean, he didn't he didn't distract her from the screams. He just distracted her from the actual sight of all yeah, the, yeah. the actual visualization, which like wow, dude. That's because in Thanos' heroic journey, that was, you know, a turning point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. He's protecting so, his, his adopted daughter. Uh-huh. How how is it that I mean he we we know that Gamora is not the only child of Thanos adopted, mm-hmm. but how how has he found room in his heart to actually love this one child rather than the others? I mean, we we know what we know what he's done to Nebula. We we don't know really what he's done to Ebony Wong, Corvus Glaive, and all the rest of them, but. I, I'm sure he's tortured them too. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their kryptonite. Yeah. So he and, had a and soft Gamora's spot green. for her. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. It's the green one. And he knew that it was not easy being green, so he had to give her a little <laughs> bit more love. Speaking of being green. <laughs> oh, God. oh man. Uh, what's with Shy Hulk? I, I. He was ashamed of himself. No, I don't think he was ashamed. I think I think he was scared. Ashamed I, and scared. I mean, Thanos kicked the crap. Thanos pulled a a puny god with with Hulk, and that scared the crap out of Hulk. Like finally, there's something that that Hulk is Hulk that can take out the Incredible Hulk, and and Hulk got scared. Yeah, got scared. I mean, he's hiding behind Bruce, this little puny human. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, like you're going to let the you're going to let puny Bruce fight the battle because you're scared. Really, Maybe he trusted him enough to be like, okay, like if you actually really need me, I'll come out. But you're doing good on your own. I don't think that's it. I th- I I really think that this is like. I think maybe this. I think maybe the snap or the blip is what, and we'll find out. I guess what we we'll find out in Endgame. I guess, but um, that that's what finally snapped Hulk out of out of the 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 funk he was in. So, do you think that if if it came to it, he would have let Bruce die? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, think I, think, so. I think we'll never. I think we'll never know. Hmm. What if? Yeah. What if? <laughs> Season three. Get out of that. Exactly. Yeah. I want to know. Um. Least favorite moment for me. I have to agree with Fred. It was seeing Gamora die. I think mm-hmm. she she thought that she knew Thanos well, but she didn't know him enough. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, um, what about favorite character? I mean, Loki's always my favorite character. My Thor. friend loves Loki, and she almost walked out of the theater like ten minutes into the, wow. the movie. I, I, I wouldn't have blamed her because I mean, Loki finally does the right thing after you know doing the wrong thing and take and taking the test rack off of off of asgard to not be destroyed yeah and he he loses his life for it um rocket just being you know 
the voice of reason, which is weird. Um, the captain. But, and the captain. Uh, speaking, speaking of, Rocket really should have taken Bucky's arm before, before Bucky <laughs> turned to Ash. That would have been funny. Oh man, there's so many characters in this movie. It's hard to pick some of my favorites, but Rocket is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Spider Man is definitely up there. Yep, definitely. Um, Heimdall is definitely up there. I, I know he didn't have a big, big role to play in this one, but he went out with like a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wong is one of my favorite characters. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, who is my favorite? I think Thor. I think that it was a lot of him in this one. Um, Peter was a little bit funny, but very Mm -hmm. frustrating at times in this one. I like the whole entire banter about he's just a sandwich away from being fat. Um, (laughs) and then he tries to like one up Thor. That was pretty cute and funny. Um, Gamora. I loved her character in this one and the mm-hmm. hopelessness that she feels throughout the whole entire time that she's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, too much loss. Yeah. Too much loss. And I, and I, and I don't have, and I don't have enough time to watch BVS to make myself feel better because we just finished the movie and I, I have to leave in like three hours. Oh no. Oh no. So now you just have to mope around. Now I just, just have to. Now I just have to mope and then throw and then throw, throw teenagers across the room. I mean that'll make you feel better. It will. Uh, yeah. I, IKEA always makes me feel better, at least. They so. may not agree, but it will uh, that's okay. They don't have to agree. Um, I think that with um favorite moments, we've talked about favorite aspects of the film. Or is there anything else well, that you guys want to... Well, let's talk about the, the scene where they almost have the gauntlet removed and uh, somebody ruins it for everyone. Yeah. Whose brilliant idea was it to give the guy whose girlfriend Thanos Might took be dead. The, and might be dead the job of actually shooting Thanos in the head? Yep. No. You, you, you don't... You, you, you make Peter sit that one out or do something that isn't, you know, so mission crucial. I mean, or, I mean, for that matter, why couldn't they have just cut off his arm right there? Like, and just then, put, just portal yeah. his arm, just portal his arm through, through something, close the portal and, and, you know. Find it later. And find it later. I mean, in my, my mind, it just would make sense if Doctor Strange could actually open portals through uh, Thanos. I don't know that he could actually, th- or or from portals through Thanos, but I think he could. You know, I think they could. You know, or immediately, me, immediately below portal, him. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Uh, drop him through halfway. Co- halfway close and it, close it. Close it. Yeah. Um. Or open up or open the portal. Send it. Send it over his hand. Close it. We're done. But uh, But Doctor Strange knew what the proper combination was. Apparently. Yeah. Fourteen million times or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe he saw something. Outcome. Maybe he saw something in those outcomes that was not favorable. Maybe. 
and or maybe, maybe Doctor he, Strange maybe we he trust. Saw, well, maybe he saw that Peter was going to screw up, and uh, they, Peter would never screw up. What are you talking about? Never. Which Peter? Quill. Which Peter. Or, or Quill. Quill. <laughs> oh yeah, there's two. Yeah, Quill. Quill was the one who had the gun to Thanos' head for the second. Well, okay, he had the guns on Gamora's head the first time, but for the second time, Peter was the one with the gun trained on Thanos, and he could have pulled the trigger, but he had to wait. He he had to just draw it out and wait for Nebula to come and confirm that Gamora was dead. I mean, I mean, without that, we wouldn't get Endgame. That's true. That's true. I like that um, Doctor Strange says we reached the Endgame. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was pretty yeah. nice. I think that's. I think that might be why why they changed the 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 title of the movie. And I think it was supposed to be originally originally supposed to be Infinity War Part Two, or something like that. Oh, interesting. Hmm. All right. So, what about favorite quotes? Um, you can't be a friendly neighbor, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no if there's no neighborhood. I mean, touche. Parker's not wrong, and it made total sense. I don't know why he yeah. said that it didn't make sense. Yeah, it did make. He thought that it did make sense, as if that it did. Maybe. Well, Peter's brain works really, really fast, so <laughs> yes. he probably he probably thought that he was saying something wrong and did. Didn't have time to go back and correct it. Um, all my life I dreamed of a day, a, a moment when you got what you deserved, and I was always so disappointed. But now you kill and torture, and you call it mercy. The universe has judged you. Uh, you asked for a prize, and it told you no. You failed. Oh. Uh, and do you want to know why? Because you love nothing and no one except Apparently, Thanos did love at least one person that he was willing to sacrifice in order for um, the the power to destroy half the world, half the universe. Bruce Banner, who's Scott? Steve Rogers, Ant Man, Bruce. There's an Ant Man and a Spider Man. <laughs> this is what happens when you disappear for two years, Bruce. You you yeah. you lose out on all the news. I love the moment where the Guardians, Tony, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange meet. And mm-hmm. um, Peter is trying to get away from Mantis. And he's like, don't put your eggs on me or in me. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Hey, I mean, he's never met an alien. Well, except for Thor. Well, he yeah. hasn't even really met Thor because Thor was off, off world when, during, during Civil War. So never mind. Yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah. cute. And then um, the moment before the snap um, where Thanos and Young Gamora are together. And then Young Gamora says, do you do it? He, uh, Thanos says, yes. Young Gamora says, what did it cost? And he said everything. Yeah. Um, do you think that that everything is because he lost the one thing that he loved and that's that he lost... That what is everything for him? I that I don't know. I mean, that that's a good question. I mean, for for Thanos, what what does losing everything mean? Hmm. I mean, it makes me think that Gamora is his everything, but I don't think that's right. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. 
Who knows? It's, it's a very interesting, interesting. It is a very question. interesting question to question to ponder. Uh, something something else to ponder. Um, if Groot was snapped, why? How? How did his? How did Thor's? Uh, how did Stormbreaker not lose its handle? I so, guess it was no longer part of Groot. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Bucky lost his arm when the snap happened because he was physically attached to it. Mm-hmm. Stormbreaker's portion of Groot wasn't attached to Groot anymore when Groot got snapped. So any of his expelled material, I guess we'll call it. I guess <laughs> remains. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I think that would make sense. I mean, yeah. the other way to view it then would be like, if you get snapped, like your clothes would have to like fall as like your body disappears. Mm, that would be true. very scary when the snap like gets like reverted. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would oh, be that that. Very exposed. Yeah, yeah. So, so, suddenly, Endgame would have been like NC seventeen. Oh, okay. We don't want that. We don't, we don't need that. No. All right. Well, uh, one last one last quote oh, before we yeah. go. Nick Fury, I mean, we have to say it when he's getting erased. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> in by true the, fashion. By the Sample way. Fashion. By the way, there 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 are there have been two theories floating around. One, and I apologize if you have not seen Secret Invasion or um God. Far from home yet. Um, you might want to skip over this part. But there are two theories I've been playing around. One is that um, Rhodey hasn't been wrote, has been a scroll since Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is that um, Talos was has been masquerading as Fury since. Um, since Winter Soldier. Oh, so, interesting. Which, and uh, and I and I thought, well, that that can't be true because because Maria Hill called called Fury Nick, except no one calls Fury Nick. They call him they call him Fury. So, right. was that actually Talos that 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 got snapped, or was that or was that Fury? Interesting. I mean, I guess we'll never know. Maybe they were having a romantic relationship and we just didn't know about it and they're on a first name basis. <laughs> There's all these what ifs we can play. Again, season three, Again, let's go. Season, season three, season three <laughs> what if. Come on, guys, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. All right. Uh, all anything right. else we want to say about this movie? What about that end credit scene? Like the last last moments there. Oh, you mean the you mean the call to Captain Marvel? Yes. Yeah. I have a lot to say about Captain Marvel, but we're gonna save it for Endgame. Or the Captain Marvel movie. I don't know if it would be applicable for this for that one. Hmm. Yeah. Good point. I guess we'll find I guess we'll find out when when we cover uh, Captain Marvel and Endgame, but yes. that's that's like three episodes that's like two and three episodes from now. Um, is, there, is there anything else we wanted to, we wanted to talk about before we move into plot holes and goofs? No, I'm good. 
this is just very, very silly. Uh, but I, I, I found it in the, in the list of potholes. And, and I was like, you know, they're right. Okay, so according to the end credits, one of the production units filmed both in the United Kingdom and in Scotland. Since the United Kingdom includes Scotland, that would be like having a unit that filmed both in the United States and in Missouri. <laughs> hmm. 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 I mean, until until Scotland de- de- declares its independence or finally declares its independence again, I, that that is a bit of a bit of a brain teaser there. Um, Thanos and his henchmen find the Infinity Stones at once, like they somehow felt their exact location. If they did, then Thanos shouldn't have needed Gamora to find the Soul Stone. If they didn't, they shouldn't appear. If they didn't need uh, Gamora, they should have. They should have appeared right where Vision and Doctor Strange were with their respective stones. I. I mean, I think that because the movie was already two and a half hours, they didn't want to go into specifics as Possibly. to how they found them. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's interesting. How did they know where they were so quickly? Yeah. Um, Thanos claims that by eliminating half of all life in the universe, the rest of the rest who survive will be able to live better because there will be more resources for them. Thanos doesn't realize that this is a temporary solution to his so-called problem. Life will simply expand again to previous mm-hmm. levels in a relatively short time. Uh, to quote the Grand Master, a.k.a. Ian Malcolm, a.k.a. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, life will find a way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, character errors. Upon reaching Earth, Banner informs Tony and Doctor Strange about Thanos, but he never met him in his normal state, only as Hulk. He's not supposed to remember the events taking place uh, after he has turned into Hulk, except maybe they're talking now. Yeah, I mean, this could be some of the hints that Hulk and Banner are bridging that gap. Yeah, are finally communicating. Mm -hmm. Well, and they do communicate in this one. There's times where he clearly says no. Yeah, yeah. No means no, except except when you really need someone to come out and kick Thanos' ass. Then, yep. then no Hulk means <laughs> yeah. Then no means Hulk scared, and Hulk will let Pewdie Pewdie Bruce uh, take the brunt of the of the fight. Sure. Um, okay. Continuity. While on Ma's ship, Tony Stark, Peter Parker, and Doctor Strange's cape have a conversation, and for the entire scene, Peter's hair is. Uh, Slicked back during an intense exchange with Peter and Tony. Peter says, "You can't be the Fed from the neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood." The camera cuts to a speechless Tony, and then goes back to Peter, who is now has a completely different hairstyle, featuring a fringe. His hair turns back up uh, for the rest of the scene. I mean, talking to Tony just makes everybody yeah. just disheveled. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I would, you said I would, spaceship, but it's actually yeah. a flying donut. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I would probably be tearing my hair out listening to Tony, too. Mm-hmm. Um, when Peter falls from the spaceship in the upper atmosphere, the rocket containing the iron spider suit makes contact with his back, and the suit begins to spread outwards. The spider on the back of the suit is visible in one shot, then in the next shot it shows up, on, it shows the back forming, even though the back was the first part of the, sh- of the suit to form. Maybe it wraps around? Maybe. 
during the New York confrontation, when with when Ebony Moss strangles Doctor Strange, he falls down and he falls down. He hits a cop car next to him. In the next scene, when Ebony Moss lifts uh, Doctor Strange from the ground, the cop car is nowhere to be seen. Disintegration. Maybe. Um, the Infinity Gauntlet that uh, Thanos has in this movie is different from the one in Age of Ultron. That one is a little more glove-like, I guess. Maybe it, maybe it's like it like hardens after you put it on. Um, kind of like the Ring of Power, changes size. Yeah, maybe. Uh, near the end, when Captain America is fighting Thanos hand to hand, his uh, arm shields disappear and reappear. Oops. Um, factual errors. This is this is for my fellow uh, Expanse fans here. Uh, a person exposed to space does not instantly freeze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, other, otherwise, otherwise, Naomi would would have been able to make that epic space jump. Yep. Um. When an emergency exit on a school bus is opened, an alarm goes off. Peter would not have been able to get off the bus quietly. No, Peter picked the one that was broken. Apparently, <laughs> it, it, they were that that school bus is in need of repair. I don't think anybody would have noticed him getting out of the school bus, either At least from I, inside the school bus or all the other vehicles that are around it. Not with the spaceship in the air, no. Probably no, of not. Of course not. Everyone was distracted. Yep. Um. Spider-Man is shown adhering to Ebony Maw's spaceship as it leaves Earth, Earth's atmosphere, to escape Earth's gravity, especially since it's ascending directly into space and not using the planet to, planet's gravity to assist it, um, then would have meant that the spaceship was traveling at tens of thousands of miles per hour. Spider-Man, even with his strength, would not have been able to um, stick to the spaceship. Um, and would have been injured in the acceleration of the vehicle, if not outright killed well before he lost consciousness due to lack of atmosphere and cold temperatures. Yeah, but we're trying to apply we're trying to apply logic on yeah. a flying donut. Yeah, and we're trying, may... to, we're trying to apply normal physics to MCU physics, and mm-hmm. that um, okay, incorrectly regarded as goofs. Uh, when Thor goes to Nidvilleir, um, Itiri tells Thor that he made the gauntlet for Thanos because Asgard neglected to protect them. Asgard was just destroyed prior to the first scene in the movie, and yet the gauntlet was shown at the end of Age of Ultron, which takes place years prior. However, recall, however, recall that Loki has been really Asgard for four years, overlapping with Age of Ultron, and had allowed, had allowed the Nine Realms, of which Nedvalir is one, um, it's, the realm, it's the Dwarven Realm, um, in mythology. He'd allowed the, the nine realms to fall into war and chaos without doing anything on his own to protect them, as opposed to Odin, who is always striving to protect his kingdom. Uh, Loki's neglect would have most certainly left Ned Valir to uh, uh, exposed to an attack from Thanos, assuming Thanos obtained the, the gauntlet in the age of Ultron. Um, and this is chronically uh, chronologically, and this is chronologically correct, um, which may be what Atiri was referring to. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then this is what I know. I, I did notice actually the actual nanites, but um, 
When Tony Stark first uses his nanotech to put the Mark L armor on, he takes off his shades with his right hand. As the armor finishes, you can see the shades disappear from his right hand. Fully formed, his right hand is still holding now non-existent shades. However, this is not a mistake. If you pay close attention to the glasses, you will see that the shades are actually nanobots that are absorbed by his suit. Whenever a suit does things, do you ever just say in your head, go, go, gadget? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to now. <laughs> I'm totally I mean, going you to might now. not be able to undo it if you try it once. I cannot unhear that now. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> hey, my pleasure. All right. <laughs> so what does Rotten Tomatoes say about this movie? With so many characters to cover, directors Anthony and Joe Russo have no time to develop any of them, and the action set pieces are all by the numbers. What is That's there to what the develop? Last Ten years of movies were for. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think this this comment's a little weak. Yeah. Uh, and number two, they, have, they would have a point if not for the last ten years of movies. I mean, if we just had this one movie and didn't watch any of the other ones, like this. Um, commenter probably did then yeah that would make sense yeah infinity war didn't wear me down in the way that age of ultron did it didn't give me the high of the first avengers either like i said manage expectations and you'll be just fine those are harsh comments jeez yeah all right so now we get to be the critics so what is our movie rating for this we have one out of ten sweet rabbits or one out of ten shy hulks. Carrie. <sighs> well, as hard as this movie is to watch, it really is a good movie. Um, but it's not it's not a perfect movie. Um, that is reserved for very, very few movies on my in my in my world. Uh, so I'm gonna give this a nine. All right. Fred? Nine what? Oh, nine sweet rabbits. Oh, nice. Because because I'm I'm totally a Rocket fan. I mean, this movie might have been hard to watch, and I'm not going to let that take away from the the rating that I'm going to give it. I mean, I think this movie is way up there. It was really well acted, really well written, and I think mm-hmm. really well received. Um, I'm going to give this one 9.5 Shy Hulks. Andrea, All you're right. right, and I I pretty on par with you guys i think that it's a fantastic movie very heavy movie but that doesn't take away with how amazing it was um there's not a lot of bad things that i could say about it but the tens are reserved for movies that like i can watch again and Mm -hmm. i don't leave the theater feeling like crap after (laughs) even though this is good crap okay um because it's just amazing. The action was amazing. Everything in this movie was great. So I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. Uh, shy Hulks. Because we all love a Shy Hulk. Hmm. I mean, I'm still going to need a whiskey after this movie. but Yeah. <laughs> or an entire bottle of wine. Yeah. Something that I can't have right now. Yeah. All right. So uh, next episode's movie, Carrie. Well, next week, next week, next, next episode, we are going to be discussing something happening just before Infinity War started. We're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
and that's going to so. be fun because I haven't watched that movie. So. I was going to say, you I don't think I've even seen this one yet. No. Really? Just, yeah. Really? Okay. Ant-Man is that's not my, like, go-to. Like, I'm probably sounding like Tim right now. Um, but, yeah. That's I, okay. I'll, I'll, I forgive you. Yeah. Not, not all of us not all of us could like fun i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> all right is there anything else we want to say about this movie um pretty good yeah that, can we talk about thor's eye actually why did, and why? and the fact that the eye came out of rocket's butt and, and rocket didn't warn him about that before giving it to him <laughs> or rock rocket didn't like like didn't bother to you know clean it off himself i think Rocket i mean a lot Th- thor just survived exposure for probably a very long time yeah he'll be fine with a little <laughs> bit of uh stank on his eye yeah <laughs> that's disgusting Ew. <laughs> Oh, well, on that note, let's close it off, Fred. (laughs) Yeah, Fred, get us out of here. Wow. Well, we want to hear from you. What do you think about Thor's eye? Do you agree? (laughs) What do you think about this movie? Let us know your thoughts and feelings, and you can email that at us at capechronicles at randomchatter.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it now, at randomchatter or at capechronicles, or you can reach me at Kenobi. that's F-R-E-D-D-Y-W-O-N-Kenobi, or you can reach Carrie at, where can we find you? You can find me on social media, anywhere I have social media, at Blackfire 42 that's K-E-R-I Blackfire42. And Andrea? And Andrea? Um, you can only find me on Discord now uh, in the uh, Discord for Random Chatter uh, because I have deleted X slash Twitter ah. forever. I Thanos snapped that and that felt good. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's Cat's Fairs, K-A-T-Z-V-E-A-R-Z, just for good fun, but you won't find me there. But I'm bumped. And you can find all of our shows at randomchatter.com. Please spread the word and support us. If you leave reviews, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Play, Spotify, etc., we'll read it on the air and be very happy to discuss it. Uh, All the music that you hear in this podcast is High Roller Mojo by Blue Stally and As Silly as the Sentence Sounds. All trademarks are owned by their respective owners. Thank you and good night.